second. Oh my god, here we go. <laughs> hey, I got my mug today. Excellent. Nice. Good morning, everybody. Morning. Good morning. What's, what's happening? Chad, what episode is this, Chad? Episode number 159 of Slappercast. Mm, it's like 158 too many. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You seem kind so, of dark today, uh, Patrick. <laughs> so he's in the witness protection program now. Oh, finally. Yeah. We're no, no blue dot, though. Just, uh, just uh... <laughs> anyway, what's on the docket today, my lads? Uh, I, I have been thinking uh, long and hard about what song we uh, to erase. If you missed last week, I was saying I think it should be a weekly thing where we just, which is quite easy, really. I mean, if you've ever heard a Poison song or a Kiss song, it's really easy to, to but I just think that everybody should have weekly, we should just eliminate one song. We need to and, do uh, is make sure that we, w- whenever we eliminate a song, we keep a list. Then we can make sure. a playlist on Spotify to <laughs> share it with our enemies. Yeah, play it, play, play it in between the breaks. There we why go. Should, why should we have the show? Yeah. So, starting there, I'd like to. I'd like to eliminate whiskey in the jar. <laughs> the, the original traditional version. I take it. Yeah. Just go back it, to the it, source. It's just it's yeah. like killing Hitler. It's just something that never happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gosh, that's a that's a harsh one. I know. I'm. 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 I, look at me. I'm dark. Yeah. At the dark edge about you today. Yeah. I would say uh, "Going to California" by uh, Led Zeppelin. Oh. Why? Put that on the list. Just, just I just thought of it, and it's just like when you hear when you listen to a classic rock station, it sort of it can pop up. It's not a, a, a very common Led Zeppelin song, but every now and then when you hear it on the radio, you're like, "Oh man, fuck this song." Yeah, I, I, I'm the same way with Bohemian Rhapsody. I just don't want to hear classic rock stations because I don't want to hear that song again. I kind of have a love-hate relationship with that song. I, yeah, I'm, you, you, like, you, you, you must admire the, comp, you know, the, the, you know, the complex, all, all the layers and everything that went into that song. We all know the history of it by now. However, I just don't want to fucking hear it again. I'm just, yeah. I'm done. And when when it does come on, I try to listen for something that I haven't heard yet. Yeah, you know, like, is yeah. there anything else in the song that I haven't heard yet? Yeah, and the answer is no. <laughs> I think I've heard every part of that song, and I think I understand how it works, how it was constructed. I listened to like Roger singing the super super high part before they go into the headbanging part, you know, and 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 I'm still not hearing anything really new. So hmm. there you go, yeah. Chad. What do you got? Um, ball and chain. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way we play it, but um. Yeah, it would be nice if I'm, it never existed. I'm kind of kidding about that one. I don't really know anything about social distortion, really. I don't know the meaning. Time. But what would you, you like know, to know, gentlemen? What do yeah. you want to know? <laughs> well, here's, 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 I said it before, but that that song started at, at Brian O'Neill's in uh, Houston, Texas, mm-hmm. a club that that no longer no no longer exists, thankfully. And uh, a friend of ours had asked us to play the song and kind of told me how it went, and we that. We played that song without hearing it. I don't know. Have you heard it before, Chad? No. That was that, had, is that. Was it Mike? Big Mike? No. No? Who was it? Who, who was it Mike? No, 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 no. I, I know the guy's name. I know. I can see him. I can't remember his name at Joey? the moment. No. Huh? Joey, his friend? No, 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 no. No, it wasn't, okay. that, it, it wasn't that dynamic duo. Um, they still come and see us. They'll see us at Sherwood, and uh, he's got nose ring, and she's oh, okay. gone. Uh, yeah, anyway not important, but they, they told us about the song and said, you should do it. And kind of told me how it went. And I played it without hearing it. 
believe mm-hmm. it or not. And, and, and then I never <laughs> changed it. Yeah. You know, we're gonna, when it, cause when I heard it, it was a lot slower and it was a lot less to it. So yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't care for the song, but it, 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 it's a nice break, believe it or not. It's a, it's one of those slower tempo songs that we do. So it's, it's a nice break and people can actually. Yeah. Well, it, I started enjoying it more once we actually got the feel right. You know, yeah. it was uh, we first started doing it as a joke. We did it as a train way back. Oh, that that kind of yeah. started in the original lineup. It kind of started the joke of playing everything as a train it was around that time. I think. Remember that? Yeah. Or, and then for a while we we do the the verses kind of straight, and then we'd hit we do the the choruses as a train. We do yeah. kick it a yeah, double yeah. time. Yeah. Um. But then around the time, it was, I think Mike knew the song. So when, when he joined, we we just kind of played it straight after that. And then you came yeah. up with the, that great guitar solo, which I told you, I think that guitar solo was totally wasted on that song. It needs to be put somewhere else. But you know, then I heard, the yeah. first time I actually heard the track, I was sitting at the long, long gone Mission Burrito now in Alabama. And it yeah. came over there, their sound system there. And I was like, oh, this is the original. And it got, because you, you do this thing at the, then the last verse where you jump up. You, you you start improvising the the melody a little bit more, making it more yeah. uh, more intense at the end. And he doesn't do anything like that in the original. I was like, man, our version is much much better. Maybe we should just put put, a, put our recording of it out so I can stop but, complaining. Patrick, do you know that you actually do play part of the Mike Ness guitar solo in your solo? Oh, he does. I did, I, I did not know that. So on the uh, original version. Uh, at the end of the solo, he does the thing that you do before you go to the the meat of your solo. Like when we when you start the guitar solo, you do that high yeah. kind of thing, and then you go into the that stuff. Yeah, that's actually on the original. Whether or not you, whether maybe maybe subliminally you may have heard that song I, over I, the I last twenty years, and then all of a sudden. But if you if you want to check it out, it's it, it is right. The Mike Ness version is right before he goes into the last verse. He plays that thing. Yeah, that's a, yeah. It, it, and, and and that's a standard. That's a standard. Just rock and roll go to. Well, for him too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, he he does it a couple of times in a couple of different songs. But yeah, yeah. Like I said, I do not. I do not. Uh, I enjoy playing it. It, it. It's one of those few songs where you you can kind of. The, the like so so um folks if you're listening to this uh today tuesday we uh on sunday we played at hawk winery in santa fe that's that's texas y'all that's uh the a, a vineyard down there and uh with the with the 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 one and only jeff duncan had a had a ball with with him uh but we've been we've been three piece now for quite a while and <laughs> the uh, as as much as we enjoy three piece it's also a nice break like yesterday was you know was just it was it was a high intensity show i'd say you know we 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 pulled it back because we're in a vineyard and there was a the room is sonically it, it it's a it, it's a shiny cement floor with metal mm-hmm. uh garage doors that pull down on each side and then you got you know then you got the 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 high ceilings it's it's not made for rock and roll bands but we uh, we're our, you know our, our sound is uh, uh, is we, we, we know how to work the board and we do, you know so we're not too loud and everybody in there could talk but it was so what I'm getting at is it, it, it had been a while since we had played with 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 Jeff and it's so nice to have him take the melodies 
so a song like Ball and Chain is one of those things where you can still have a have a rocking song. You can have a song that that's got a lot a lot of energy in it, but but you don't have to be so intense to where you're, you know, you're playing at 100 miles an hour and having to, you know, get 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 those breaks just right. It's it, it's just it, it's it's a nice flowing song. It's a nice, uh, yeah. Like I say, slow mid tempo. Twas, yeah, or tis, tis. I guess, yeah. Yeah, that, that that was great. We 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 also we also got very very uh, lucky because uh, uh, Allison and Laurie showed up, which we weren't expecting, and uh, so we're going to have to get we have to go back to uh, Revolution Printing and get some T-shirts because Laurie yeah. cleans us out. Yeah. she's uh she's she's just just sold everything. She's brilliant, um, uh, and we're 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 really low on LPs now because uh, she sold some yesterday and. Uh, so just, it was just, just wonderful, gorgeous day. And as you can, t- we, it, it's today, Tuesdays, <laughs> sunny again. And look at this, look at that That's sunshine. We <laughs> haven't had you. it. It's so bright. <laughs> we, we haven't had it for, I mean, it feels like a year. Seems like a long time. You know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, so we're, we're, uh, <laughs> just, uh, Saturday, dreary, cold, wet, everything. And, and. And Sunday, as soon as we went to load in, boom, sunshine and yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was just just it was just one of those days. It just you you wouldn't have you wouldn't have believed. It. And I and I believe that the the, uh, the 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 place was busy, but I believe it would have been absolutely mobbed if we had had that day on Saturday, you know. And then, but tonight mm-hmm. we're going to be down at Drunken Monkeys in Galveston, y'all. Yeah. If you if you want to see that parade and you want to see, I mean, free parking. Uh, Great town, gorgeous weather. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be mid sixties, and we're going to be at seven o'clock starting. And I and I got an email and a text today from FedEx, so the board may be here today. Oh, good. Legs crossed, fingers crossed for that. Let's hope so. Yeah, fingers crossed, legs uncrossed. That's how it works. Ooh, ooh. I may need a minute, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, where were we? So you you saw two really kind of kind of cool shows this past week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, name one. Name one. Name one. Yeah. Well, first off, um, on on Wednesday, uh, I, I, I had a Christmas it was a Christmas present from uh, from the Buells. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, tickets to see Bruce Dickinson. It was a spoken word tour he's doing, and uh, extremely intimate. And uh, you know, it was at the. Um, Damn it, I keep it's not the smart finance. It was the uh, Stafford Center. Stafford Center. Thank you. The just just a nice little theater, and um, uh, every, you know, not a bad seat in the house. We were in the in the in the boxes up on the, uh, uh, I, I guess stage right, and so very very interesting. And uh, you know, and, and he's a great front man. He's he's a good storyteller, and. You know, I'd been looking forward to to, to see. Um, Katie asked us uh, on Sunday. Uh, asked me, she said, "Did you get to ask your question?" Because I and I said, "No, did not." Because I believe that they the the question cards and whatnot were early early on, and, and and of course, Chris arrived right as right as it was time to go get seats. So we were, but still, completely entertaining at three hours. Which really, thought, yeah. Wow. Yeah, then there was a 20 minute break, but there was a, you know, it, it's 3 minutes uh, th- or 3 hours of and 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 he doesn't he doesn't stop. And I liked it too because there was I was expecting heckling. We know this. Everybody wants to be heard at a at a show, you know, if if it's free word, 
if you've got no testicles, no, no life, no, you know, future, you know, you're, you're going to scream out something as original as, as that. But, but there was none of that. Everybody was really respectful. And we one of the, one of the, the other things that people don't take into account when you're doing something like that is if you're going to, if you're going to shout at the, you know, you're going to try to try to be on the, you know, just to try to make a, a spectacle of, of yourself, you know, they don't take, you don't take into account that there's a, there's a rhythm to this. There's a, there's a flow to, to, to the, to the stories and to the, mm-hmm. you know, anecdotes and whatever, whatever you're, you, you, you know, there's, this isn't just a, a thrown together, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not improv. He's actually got Thank a you. script. Thank you. I like, yeah. I like the script. Yeah. So, yeah. so when you, you know, when you shout something out and then if it gets a laugh or it gets somebody upset or it gets, you know, you're just throwing a wrench in it and it really, and it takes the, it takes the wind out of the sails of the, the performer. And it, it's the same. That's the, the, the beauty of, I'm, I keep pointing to the in-ears in case you, you know, in case you think that they go in your nose or something. No, they go in your, <laughs> uh, it, the beauty of in-ears too, is it takes a lot of that, that out. I can still hear because our mics are, you know, our gain is set high so mm-hmm. we can, we can get a lot of the surrounding noise, but at the same time, it's really nice to uh, eliminate you know, you're, it's easier to bypass that stuff. So there was none of that is what I'm saying. And then, uh, what, Saturday night? Friday, Saturday night. S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y. Oh, it was Friday. That's right. Friday night. It doesn't work as well. So Friday went to see, uh, what, who's on your, who's on your mug? Gehost. Gehost. Went to see Ghost and Volbeat and, uh, Twin Temple at this time Stafford Center. No, Smart Financial Center. Thank you. <laughs> I'm seeing if you're paying attention. And, uh, yeah. And I've seen Volbeat a few times. Always entertaining. Uh, Twin Temple. Uh, okay. Okay. Nope. Be honest. Be honest. Okay. okay. I'll be honest. No, no. I'll be honest. I, I, I thought it was going to be good. I, I liked the instrumentation. I liked the thing, but I, I can't take flat singing. If I want flat singing, boy, I, I, that was it. That was it. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Just, okay. Chad, you got to, you got to hear I, I want you to go find the Twin Temple record on Apple Music or whatever, and just listen to it, and make sure that Patrick and I aren't lying about this. So it's actually flat on the record too. It's not I just heard the record and I was like, God, I think she's singing flat. And the more that she sang, and so yesterday in the van, I go, "You saw Twin Temple?" And Patrick said, "Yes." I go, "Did did she sing flat?" And he said, "More than more than I mean, and enough to where I I, I said, and I'm saying again now." Enough to where I say maybe she's trying to bring that back, or or maybe she's, back. To, maybe she's trying to to to, to uh, you know feature this. Maybe she's trying to make something. I'm, I swear to God, because we I, we talked about um, the cranberry chick, um, Kate, yeah, Dolores, Dolores, Dolores. Arena, yeah, yeah. Um, she was she, she was bringing she she bringing she was uh, doing that, ah, 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 you know that it sounded like yodeling, but it was the right. Worst. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, to, to, to quote a good friend of ours, Kent, uh, he said, uh, he said, man, I spent my whole career trying not to do that. And <laughs> she's, she's making a fortune <laughs> off it. Right. Uh, it's, and I've said this bef- many times before, when, when I hear, when I hear, when something's out of tune and out of key and you sing it flat or sing it sharp or sing, it hurts. I mean, it, it literally, it's, it's, mm-hmm. um, it just, it, just think of the dentist drill on the nerve as you're. That's that's what it is. It, it's 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 that harsh. Yeah. 
and and, yeah. and, it, and it was it was kitschy enough, and it was too to, to, to me. There's uh, now Bruce Springsteen gets a pass. You, could, you you can do if you do a 15 minute song, and uh, 14 of the minutes are whoa whoa uh, you know hey sing it you know Bruce gets a pass. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. And has done whatever the fuck he wants. However, if if half of your set, if you got a, if you got a forty minute set, and thirty of it is, uh, hail Satan, hail Babylon, fucking come on, your 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 performers do 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 you know, yeah. Any music. So that yeah. was, and again, they didn't do that, and we only saw this much of them. But then uh, Volby did a great show, uh, and 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 Eric would have hated it. Eric's Eric's the other one in the hat here. Um, yeah, drummer, the most oh God, the most guy. the most unenthusiastic, the most fucking lethargic looking that just could not win. And he's and he's been that every fucking time I've seen him. Backwards baseball cap, shorts, gloves, no fucking. I mean, just the drums sounded fantastic. Yeah, the guitar tones were immense. Bass was that could have come up a little bit for me, but they were on. They're just they're on point. It's a well rehearsed band. However, now I'm going to go Ghost and Volbeat on this. I do not like the same joke, yeah. the same thing over and over and over again. And I've seen Vol. I think Volbeat three times, and every single time he does the Johnny Cash Elvis thing and. It's cool. He's got a great voice. He's got. I think he's got a. I think he's a good songwriter. I think he's a great singer, great range. But man, it's on tape. It's on. It's on every set, and it's part of the. I do not like a scripted show. I yeah. understand. I understand the set list and where the songs go, and that's you know. Um, as far as as far as the playing went, Volby did a great job. I don't like the scripted thing. Ghost, fan or not. You got to see this show. the show. Pyro, the lights, the sound, the the and they, they have the choreographed stuff, which I was kind of I was upset with myself that I had seen the the latest show on YouTube. Just you know, I, I don't like I, I don't like this. You know, you're in a new town. You know, obviously you got to get the town right, but you got to do something present day this moment for this crowd. You got to be in the you know. Was it I, was it a, was it a big crowd? Were there oh yeah, was it a good oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, mobbed. I had no idea. Again, I had no idea how big Volby were. I had no idea how go- how, how big Ghost was, because I, I yeah. When I saw Ghost uh, here, they were playing. They played the House of Blues. They were opening up for Iron Maiden, and they had taken a couple weeks to kind of do their own little run. They played the Aztec Theater in San Antonio, which is kind of small, and they played oh, yeah. the House of Blues here, which is which is you know not not huge, but they've had some pretty big names in there. Yeah, and 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 now of course they they are headliners. Right and rightfully so, and yeah. so, and I know they have the big stage production and, and all that stuff. I wonder two things about what you just said, Patrick. One, the the same thing might be for safety reasons because there is a lot of pyro in that show. I know it's mostly behind them, but just to kind of know their marks and stuff like that. And then um, saying the same thing all the time, like, did he say hello Texas or did he say hello Houston? Both. Both okay, cool. So at least at least he knows what town he's in because I yeah. know that they play Dallas like a couple of days the next day or the day after or something like that. So I wonder how much of that is just a safety thing as far as like the language um, thing because like on the live record that I have, 
it's like, good evening, California, you know, and, and then he says San Francisco a couple of times, but you know, I, yeah, I, I, that, 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 that stuff, I don't mind. It's the, yeah. it's the, the jokes in, in between the songs are exactly the same. And if you don't have one, don't do it. Don't, yeah, don't do the same one, the same, you know, and, or, or I mean, yeah. if, if, if it's a, a side splitter, you know I mean? If it's something that just, you know, you just gotta, you know, I, I, that, that, I, I do not like uh, the, the, I don't ever want it to be a scripted. Yeah. We, we talked about this before too. I think uh, Tom Petty was kind of notorious for always having the same banter in between songs and stuff like that. Never really making anything up off the cuff. Yeah, I wonder I, if I it's know. just like a, a comfort thing or just like, yeah. this, this will make this gig easier if I right. do this, the rest yeah. of the musically it's I, probably challenging enough to do, to do that every night kind of a thing, you know, but just what? the, with Tom, it kind of it kind of confuses me just because those guys are so good, and they, you know, you know that they that band can take anything that he decides to throw at them, you know. But obviously, they didn't do that at least in the later years. But they started off, you know, like us, like like all bands and and bars and restaurants, you know, playing for hours, you know, multiple days a week for all different types of audiences and stuff like that. You could, and I, I find it hard to believe that he was doing that back then. <laughs> like, okay guys, here's what I'm going to say between this, this song. When I say this, you play, you know, there's gotta be a reason why over time he decided, okay, I'm not, I'm just going to, I'm going to say this here and next break, I'm going to say this. Yeah. Well, I, again, I, I just, I just feel like you're listening to a record if you're out there. Mm-hmm. And, and again, you, you the, the, the town and, and whatever you got between the, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm so, I'm so anal about the, 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 the banter is I don't like when people take others, you know, which when everything's been used, I, there's nothing new. You cannot do anything new in between songs, but I don't like, like if, if, if uh, Volbeat had come out and said, scream for me, Houston, that's Bruce Dickinson's. He owns that. If you come out, you know, Lemmy's Lemmy from Motorhead was say yes. And now, yeah. uh, uh um, Volby, they use that now. I was like, Oh no. Yeah. You can't uh, do that. Yeah. You, you know, you like rock and roll. Say yes. And they, yes. Okay. Uh, uh, and, and again with ghost, that was, it, it, it's very, very original as far as their, their approach. However, mm-hmm. th- you know, they're not using the, uh, like Phil Lynott was, uh, are you, are you out there? And that was the, that was the call and response. Yeah. Thing, you know, I need your open uh, hands. Yeah, and then uh, uh, I, I know Hetfield for a time was using uh, Phil's thing, but now he's, you know, are you alive? I was like, shut up. And I think it's the yeah. Oregon shit. <laughs> it's the, uh, yeah, you know, but I mean, just 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 t- take whatever you have at that moment and use it. You know, I mean, yeah, if you use somebody else's, that's fine. But from we talked about this too. You know, our music a lot of the time is ruined for us because when you hear. Uh, a, a twin temple song and it's singing flat. A lot of people will not notice that. We, and we've seen it. We've seen it live. Friends of ours. We've, you know, we've gone to see the show and we're, you know, at Chad and I go, is that, you know, like, well, that's, that's, that's flattened, but the, nobody notices, you know, nobody. And, and I, I, I'll grimace, you know, I'll notice. You know, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah. But besides the fact that you don't like the banter, how was the show? Just marvelous to, to to the point where I said, "Are they playing? Are, are they miming? I mean, are they? You know, I know they got backing tracks for some stuff, but my God, it note for note, 
you know, pound for pound. That's just, there's just not a better production. Those guys are good. Right I mean, when I, when I saw them, I was like, cause there's like a couple like double guitar things on certain songs. And when they pulled it off, I mean, you could tell that they were actually playing it, you know, cause I was, cause I was that close enough. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's really, and the drum yeah. thing, the drum thing is, is, is definitely, definitely happening. But I, I really like those guys. I think I, like uh, we talked about before, like the, the, just on the records too, just the production, the, um, the way they construct songs, harmonies and parts. It's, it's, it's kind of some of the best stuff out there. It doesn't matter what genre it is. I mean, just from a musical standpoint, it's yeah. actually super musical. It's catchy. It's well-produced. I mean, it just, it just all sounds good. That's what I, what I, I, I've mentioned it to Jeff Duncan, who is also a, you know, a bit of an audiophile and loves his, loves all kinds of music. But he had, uh, he had text, texted me on the way home and said, yeah, he goes, I really, really like this stuff. He goes, it's pretty dark, but it's, it's good. And I said, it's, you know, it's, it, it but, uh, the production and the stage show and just the, the, I, our good friend, June Narnia had said that the production, it was just a little bit too foo-foo for him, I guess. Hmm. But uh, but but uh, she she's going to give it another listen. But I I again, I, I just find these melodies so um, just n- n- not only captivating, but they're they're just the the harmony and this construction of these things are just beyond what what I was expecting. You know, I I and I really took notice of Ghost when they got the opening slot for Maiden. You know, because Maiden are I I, I would say one of the most uh, particular bands when it comes to, you know, that I, I think they started um, this, not started, excuse me, that's wrong, but they, they, they really took to heart the the relationship between their fans and the band. And uh, cause I remember Nico saying in a, in a, in an interview, Nick McBrain, the drummer had said that his, one of the first tours that he was on with Maiden and he had, uh, just given a bollocking to the front desk at the hotel and was taken aside by management afterwards. And they said, you don't fucking do that. You don't fucking act, you know, like, like a big shot. You're the fucking. And, and then when you see Nico now, n- n- I mean, he's always been this rambunctious, you know, boisterous, you know, just bigger than life guy. And, uh, and Bruce, Bruce Dickinson does an incredible pers- impersonation of them. They all impersonate each other really well, but it was it was it was side splitting. It was about about a five minute story that he did in Nico, and the whole time he didn't come out of character when he did Nico. And it's just and you, 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 you couldn't tell Nico's voice from Bruce's at that point. It's just brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, but the relationship between the fans and the band is sacred. You know. Um, I forget who it was, but you know, I've just heard these stories of the, you know, we've all heard the stories of the, you know, Hey, can I get an autograph? Oh, fuck off. You know, just too, too big for you. You know, this kind of shit. That's absolutely a, a no, no with bands like Maiden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was at the NAMM show a couple of years ago, I was at the Remo booth uh, talking to a buddy of mine and I turned around and Nico was talking to somebody in the booth and he started to walk away to go somewhere else. I said, Hey, can I get a quick picture? He's like, absolutely. Took a picture. Thanks, mate. Bye. Kind of a thing. So yeah, mm-hmm. he definitely takes it takes the time for the for the fans to uh yeah. to to get a picture or whatever. Super sweet, nice guy, yeah. happy guy. Yeah. Yeah. Bands that know where they came from and know who put them there, 
they're the ones that just and I mean look at them they're still they 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 can't their 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 biggest bitch on tour is that they can't leave the hotels because they'll be their 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 fans adore them they put them above everything anything you know and there's a reason for it you know they they the music speaks to them but then when you're when you're when you when you're that close to them and you you give you give everything it's well, it, it, and the fans are what created them basically you know no one was playing Iron Maiden on the radio no. back back then, and and the the fans are what and 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 their fan base is fucking gigantic, legion. Yeah. You know, and, and and now if you find a metal station on on the internet, they'll play Iron Maiden all the time, which is great. But but you know the fans, you know, just seeing. I remember being a kid, and wherever you went, you saw an Iron Maiden patch on the back of a jean jacket or 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 on the sleeve or something like that. You know, at, at a metal show, and it doesn't matter what metal show you went to, there was always somebody. I mean. Tons of people wearing Iron Maiden stuff. Yeah, there you go. So ghosts, yep. ghosts with the most. Check them out, people. They're fun. Yeah, they really are. They, and I, I have to. I, I, I can't. I think Square Hammer right now is the one that I would just point you to if you wanted to hear something that's solid, sonically brilliant. And it, it, to, to me, it's one of those melodies that it just it keeps me up at night. And like I, the, that's the highest praise I can give a song. I told a I told a friend about Ghost a while ago, another drummer, and that was the first song he heard. He's like, "I'm hooked." Yo, good. I mean, just from, yeah, he's yeah, like, from yeah. this one song, I'm already hooked. And Square yeah. Hammer is, is is definitely a a gateway drug to the rest of to the yeah. rest of Ghost. <laughs> my daughter, my, my my daughter would say, "Dance Macabre." That's her. Go. That was her. That was that's the one that she's feasting on right now. And I mean, there's so many, but the ones that just. Uh, just the 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 the, the production the layering of the harmonies of the vocals and mixed with the heavy backing just it's the best stuff that i i've i've heard out there right now and i i, I this time a couple of months back i would have told you i don't want to see any bands live i don't <laughs> want to go see a show i mean i, I really just cuz i just don't know another thing that bothers me about the, about going to see a show is when you're you know when, when you're in the crowd when people start singing, you're losing the, you know, you're, you're losing what's coming off the stage. And that's not, wasn't the case at this show. People were singing, but you couldn't hear them. It was, <laughs> it was fucking loud. It was to the point where, you know, my two little brain cells were in there going, I'm singing. <laughs> does does yeah, Bruce, you get back to Bruce, does, does he have a book out? He has a book that was written a few years back called, What Does This Button Do? And oh. I, I, I didn't get it. And um, I have a, I'm looking at a stack of four that I'm, I'm got, I've got to finish. But um, so we talked about, you know, he's, you know, he's a pilot. He's a, a beer meister. He's a, you know, a author, a DJ, you know, just a podcaster too. He has a podcast that comes out on Tuesdays. I think he copied us. Bastard. Yeah. The book to me just seemed too, too, uh, just too, too, too all over the place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just with, with all the with all the wonderful things that he's done and all his accomplishments and all his mm-hmm. uh, the book to me just seemed like it would be a, a just a scatter shot of subjects and to, and I, so it if 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 it was if it was Maiden and something or Maiden and maybe two things but it just seems to me that it would just be too much so yeah he he definitely has a story to tell. And it's uh, the, the 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 show is worth going to see because it's you know like a fan or not, it's it's a great you know it's a great tale, and uh, and 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 he tells it well too. He's got as much energy 
telling his story as he does Front and Iron Maiden, which is arguably the biggest metal band of all time. Yeah. So speaking of shows, I think we have some shows coming up that are going to be really, really fun. That's a good segue, yes. right? Yes. Speaking of shows, fronting the greatest stout Irish rock band that ever lived. St. Patrick's Day month, people. It's Irish Pride Month or whatever you called it yesterday or the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's every month, yes, though, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, we've got we've got a where to begin, this. Chad. Chad, tell us where we should we should begin with There's this. A lot. Well, let's let's focus on the on the big shit first. This, Love the, it. Uh, the, the, on St. Patrick's Day in Houston, we're going to be at the Heights Theater, which is a like renovated old movie theater, um, and it's on Nineteenth Street in Houston in the Heights, which is. If you've never been, I've, I've, I'm kind of surprised at how many Houstonians I've met who are not familiar with 19th Street. It's it's just one of the coolest places uh, in town where you can literally like spend a whole afternoon or a whole evening uh, on like a two or three block area because there's just, there's a bunch of different restaurants. There's coffee shop. There's an ice cream shop. I think there's a record shop. Um, there's as as Eric was saying, there's a hotel not too far from there. At least well, one. So, yeah, right? it's on the other side, but yeah, it's on so, yeah. 20th, which is just. When, when 20th becomes cavalcade, it's right there. Cool, so if you're coming, cool to stores, see cool yeah. everything over there. Yeah. So if you're coming, doesn't matter if you're coming from from somewhere else and you know a significant drive away. I mean, you could you could literally just make a whole day out of this 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 trip. You know, stay the night. So it's it's definitely going to be well worth it. Yeah. This uh, the the sound the sound alone at Heights Theater is worth going. And uh, we have uh, Heidi Riggs coming in to spend the whole week with us, a week and beyond, actually. Um, so she's coming in for Phoenix, and we've played with her a couple of times. She is just she brilliant. And also um, friends of friends of Eric's coming in from Austin to open the show, the Basil Trio. And uh, that's going to be good. I heard their drummer is decent, but the band's great. Is that what I heard? <laughs> It's a, it's a vicious rumor to jip the public, but yes. <laughs> and you played with him before, right? Yeah, I played with yeah. him pretty regularly. And yeah. uh, I, I, he was like, he's like, I want Clint. He, I, I go, do you need him to play drums? He's like, I want Clint to play his regular drummer for two reasons. One, because Clint's a great drummer. And two, Clint plays um, Hendrix drums, which are actually based here in Houston. There's a drum company in Houston called Didn't Hendrix Drums. They make beautiful, uh, beautiful drums. And uh, yeah, they're they're based here and they make... They make really, really pretty looking and beautiful sounding drums. But immediately after he sent that text, he writes back and says, I need you to play. I go, won't be a problem. It's going to be fun. I'll change outfits. So they'll think it's a different drummer between, <laughs> between sets. But the Heights Theater, it's a, it's, a, it's a great theater. There's a balcony too with seats. They have a bar upstairs and downstairs. Mm -hmm. St. Patrick's Day, blackguards at the Heights Theater. No green beer. No drunken assholes stepping on your toes and dropping a drink on you no weird shenanigans if you will it's going to nope. be a nice Ooh. event for yeah. those that want to celebrate saint patrick's day in kind of a uh for lack of a better term a grown-up rock and roll atmosphere gonna be great yes yes yeah we're excited we, we've never played there before and also it, it's been a uh it's been just a, a joy working with these people you know they, they know what they're doing their marketing their marketing people have been great um, we're, we're asking our people, if you would, if you would, uh, buy tickets in advance because they want to, uh, 
just we want to go back there. Buying tickets at the door is great too. However, it just helps us tremendously with our calendar and whatnot when you get your tickets yeah. in advance because they're they're uh, they're just going to be a lot quicker on booking us again. We're going to have a lot mm-hmm. more. Uh, it's just uh, you know it, it, it's going to it just benefits us. That's it. And just tell your friends and just send it out. It would help us tremendously. We. We yeah. really appreciate it. And also, I'm just excited. I'm very nervous because we haven't been in Houston for so many years for Patty's Day. And it's just a, it's a nice, it's just a nice thing for us to, to be here. And I'd kind of like to make a, make a thing of it out. You know, we're yeah. still going to do College Station any and every chance that we get. However, just that, you know, the, 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 the production and the, you know, the just driving to and from, setting up, blah, 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 you know, doing our own sound all day. It's great. It's fine. But, yeah. Uh-huh. It's uh, it's just really nice to go into a place with with killer sound and yeah and and Heidi yeah. has Heidi has been in the woodshed as they say mm-hmm. you know just nonstop she's yeah and speaking of killer sound the night before that we're going to be at Poor David's mm-hmm. Pub in Dallas where we played before with Heidi last year and uh, I'd heard all kinds of great things about this place for a long time my mom was familiar with it because a lot of her friends go there it's it's one of these just classic venues that. It's set up for nothing but music. You know, it was built for music, period. That's why it's there. That's why it exists. There's not a bad seat in the house. Uh, the, the stage is just open to the entire room. Uh, terrific sound and just great people working there. And uh, again, similarly with, with Heights Theater, uh, get your tickets now. <laughs> the, 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 the sooner we, we, we sell these places out, the better it's going to be for, for everybody involved. But uh, I'm really looking forward to this because I would like to make Poor David's a regular thing because we've never really had a home in Dallas. Yeah, David Card, the owner of of Poor David's, has been uh, – he's just been in the trenches. You know, he's been – yeah. I mean, he, and he was closed. I mean, he was closed down for, the, yeah. you know, for, for, for months mm-hmm. again uh, recently because their numbers jumped through the roof. But uh, he's been – he's one of these guys just uh, kind of like a dazzling Pete Gray. You know, he's the – just a guru of the music scene and, and, and to have to, to, to put your heart and soul into a place like that. It shows when we show up and it shows when, you know, people hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the sound in, the, in that room was just killing. It was also, it was also Heidi's first gig. So it was, uh, it was, <laughs> it was just really nice that she was put at ease. Yeah. Uh, you know, just knowing that the sound is good, you know, what you, it just makes you so much more comfortable when you're, when you know what you're playing is being sent out there versus that's not what I'm doing. You know, that, that's yeah. a shit that, you know? Yeah. So good people up there. Right. Yeah. And it's a legendary room too. Adam. Yeah. I didn't make that clear. I mean, they've, they've been around, I don't know, 40 years or something like that. And long time, long time. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Like pretty much every big Texas name you can think of is played there. And yeah, beyond big week mm-hmm. coming up people make sure you get your tickets tell your friends in dallas tell your friends in houston tell your friends in anywhere yeah everywhere come see us it'll be fun yeah. yeah if you're out and about tonight too stop on down to galveston we're gonna have a good time yeah a loud time yeah. and it's funny too you know we, we spoke uh, last week and probably the week before we were talking about our dying board our dying soundboard <laughs> uh, now that we now that we have it rigged to uh, to uh, now now the, the, now the real sound is coming out of it. The, mm-hmm. You know, we're getting all the all the sound out of these speakers. <laughs> uh, Greg uh, 
which well, we also need to thank uh, Rochelle Fugate too for uh, for oh, yeah. our, our, for our new mugs. We got these beautiful. I don't have mine, they, but they're just a uh, new blackguard uh, tumblers. And uh, go get it, go get it, go get it. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Uh, well, they, they left me alone. It's just, I don't know where mine is. <laughs> um, my, well, mine's in the kitchen. I just don't. I'm just comfortable. Uh, there it there is. There you go. There, look at that. And these nice. things are—they're are, 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 metal. This fucking thing. They're metal. The, these things are metal. Look is at it? that. Yeah. Ah. Metal screw top. Yes. Thirty ounces, people. That's going to hold a lot of rum, Chad. <laughs> Don't tell Patrick. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Patrick. I'm not paying attention. But yes, we, uh, so Greg showed up yesterday with these, and uh... <laughs> there you go. Is it a good angle? It's working. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but it, it was funny talking to Austin, Greg, and Sharon after the show. Uh, they said that the drinks were <laughs> the, the our, you know our subs now are actually getting power. So the drinks were <laughs> rattling off the table at the at, at the vineyard on Sunday. So I was I was just very pleased to hear that. I, now, and I just got through telling you how we how we you know we weren't too loud. We weren't loud, but the subs were doing their job so you could feel the, you know, you could feel that thump coming up from the floor, which is just a delight. So if we get this board today, we'll have it drunken monkeys. Uh, you know, we're just going to be in a whole new world, boys and yeah. girls. Yeah, it's going to sound great out there, the, the wooden stage in the patio and yeah, big open area. Yeah, it's going to sound yeah. great. And yeah. fingers crossed, we get a young Luba Dvorak to, to come. Yes. Uh, Twist some knobs, as they say in the porn world. There we go. Yeah, but, Luba, uh, who ran sound for oh, he runs sound at Continental Club, but he also we uh, recruited him to run sound for us at the uh, Arena, Arena Theater, Theater last summer when we played uh, ahead of Thirty Eight uh, Special. Thirty Eight Special, yeah, that was great fun. Yeah, and Luba knew how to work the board, and the uh, Thirty Eight Special sound engineer did not know how to work the board, so. Yeah. That's why it took so fucking long to make that sound check happen. Mm-hmm. The uh, yeah, Luba, I mean, Luba ran rings around those guys. They had a team. They had a team working the board, and you know, usually when you go to a, a set a setup like that, you know, they'll say, "Well, you only get these six channels because the other band is using you know a hundred of them." You know, they told Luba, "They go take whatever the fuck you want." These guys are fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And of course, you know, Luba is, he, he's one of these guys, not only a just phenomenal musician, but he's just one of these people that, that was just born, born to make, make everything sound good. He's his, um, so what I did, I, I'd hired him a few weeks back to, to come in to work, to look at our board because we were having, I was having feedback issues with, you know, in ears, you know, which is just unheard of. Uh, what it's, it's heard of, trust me, but, to, to have those uh, just to come in and just look through the board. And he came in and just, we didn't, we didn't have the sound come. Well, we had some sound, but we didn't have the band here, but eyeballed it. He just able to look at the frequencies, adjust them, mm-hmm. you know, level everything out and set it. And when we came back, then, then when we'd figured out how to get all the sound back out of the board, our dying board, uh, it, it, it the, you know, now there's just thunder coming out of there. We're just, you know, so so yeah. He he's a he's he's a, a 
just a wonderful, wonderful person to know. But when you have him on your team, it's 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 quite exceptional. Yeah. And also just, yeah, one more thing before we go, oh, yes. we'll, we'll do a link to it though. We're going to be doing that heart. We're going to be doing the, the whip radio segment oh, yeah. again yep. uh, for Patty's day. We're going to do a, 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 a we, we did the, uh, I don't know. Can we get that one from last year? Post it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put it in the link. Yeah. That yeah. was just, just a lot of fun, but we're going to see if we can get young ECH here to, to jump in this time. But, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyway, so we'll do. We're doing another uh, segment for 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 uh, for the Whip Radio and uh, mm-hmm. for for Lolt and Larry and Laurie up there. And uh, I believe that's March twelfth. They have March a schedule for yeah. yeah. So yeah. So there's gonna be a lot of stuff, and then of course KPFT, who've been you know playing us for all these many thousands of years, and um, hopefully we'll get Rourke on Wide Open Spaces to to do one as well. So, but uh, yeah. So KPFT uh, uh, ninety point one uh, KPFT, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for it. Waiting for it. Yeah. FM. Yeah. <laughs> FM, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And they can all be heard online and stuff like that. So Irish Airs, you know, plays plays weekly. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to love to, love to to see you at these shows. And thanks for listening. And uh, Yep. We'll see you we next go. week. Here we go. Here we go. Rev up. 